Welcome back to Lost in Transition. My name is Riyad. My name is Kevin. Today is Wednesday, March 30th. We are back with another weekly episode. Uh, we were off last week for Gladys March Madness um, hiatus. Okay. Uh, did, did you uh, did you enjoy all of the uh, college basketball that uh, that you watched? That I did, Riyad. Now it's dwindling down. Gets a little sad. How many teams are last weekend? There's four teams left. The four four blue bloods. Um, it was funny. Me, Pat, and Stefan ended up at a casino on Sunday night, and the one dude was a North Carolina fan. And uh, we were just saying, like, oh, it's crazy. It's gonna be four blue bloods. And the uh, blackjack dealer was like, Nova's not a blue blood. And we were like getting in a big fight with him about <laughs> that. Um, but, who's Nova, who's yeah. Nova playing? Nova plays Kansas the first Kansas, game, and then yeah. Duke UNC, which is kind of crazy that Duke UNC have never played in the NCAA tournament together. Who are you rooting for? Against each other. Villanova, obviously. Okay. I'd okay. like to see Nova. Honestly, honestly, I would love to see Nova fucking. Ruin you putting Kansas money on them? Nah, nah. They're their second best player towards Achilles this weekend. Ah. Uh, uh, um, but uh, I would love nothing more than. Nova to win it and beat Coach K in his last game ever. <laughs> I'd have a big smile. On my face. You're you're also a Coach K hater. Not as much as some people, but yeah, I don't like Duke. Got it, got it. Are you, I mean, is that I've heard that people, some people I've heard that don't like Coach K actually are kind of sad to see him leave because then now they can't root against him. Yeah, I could see that. I mean, he's obviously like good for the sport and good for Duke and everything. Yeah. Um, but it's just like seems like a lot of this college basketball season has just been so much about him. I'm like, all right, get the fuck out of here, old man. <laughs> I feel like uh, I feel like he's gonna take a beating if he if he loses to UNC twice. Yeah, his last game at home and uh, oh yeah, final four. Yeah. So there'll be some good storylines, but let's let's talk hoops NBA. Yeah, it's definitely gonna be a huge rating for that game. Um, all right. So yesterday we had a little bit of a um possible preview for a matchup in the um, Eastern Conference might even be in the uh, Eastern Conference finals, uh, which was the Bucks versus the Sixers. Um, The Bucks won by two points. Giannis ended up with 40, 14 and six. Um, He was 16 for 24 from the field. Middleton had 22. Uh, Drew had 18 with 10 assists. Um, Brooke Lopez had 17 points. Uh, six for 14 from the field and bead ended up with 29, 14 and seven, uh, 11 for 21 from the field. Harden uh, got to the free throw line uh, 12 times, um, 32 points, nine assists. Tobias had 22 points, 11 rebounds, pretty decent game from him. Um, and then Maxi kind of had a, a um, you know, not, not a huge game, seven points, only uh, three for, for 11 from the field. Um, I thought, you know, we texted back and forth a little bit and kind of um, discussed how it was basically like a Stars game. Uh, the Stars really showed up. Um, I think one of the biggest things that I noticed uh, just going through like the box score and everything is that for the Sixers, Embiid and um, Harden were the only ones to go to the line for the Sixers. No one else uh, went to the line, which um, we kind of know it's going to be heavy favor towards Harden and Embiid. Um, but not as much in the playoffs because they're a little. It's a little bit more physical. So I thought that was something to to keep an eye on. Um, I thought the Sixers were strong in the first half, um, but Giannis kind of took over 
um, when he needed to, especially the non Embiid minutes. And uh, I think, uh, I think moving forward in the, in the playoffs, I think the Bucks would be heavily favored against the Sixers. What do you think? Yeah, I agree with that. I would say I kind of encompassed today once I was a little more level-headed. I like act like I'm not going to give a fuck when they lose, but then I just freak the fuck out after every game. Um, but my three takeaways, one positive, two negative probably. Uh, seeing Harden play that well against a very good team was super encouraging. Um, you know, he was uh, – he not only obviously put up a great stat line, but it wasn't all just from the free throw line. Um, he's hitting difficult, high degree of difficulty threes, um, hitting field goals outside of just threes and, uh, doing it against a good team. I mean, I know the Bucks haven't been as good defensively this year, uh, but I thought that was super encouraging. Um, the negatives, um, for the 25th straight year, the Sixers have no one to back up Joel Embiid and are a complete failure when he's not on the court. Um, I'm not going to take anything away from Giannis. He had a great night, and he's the most dominant player in the NBA. But, like, that run at the end of the third quarter, going to the fourth when Harden and Embiid were out, it's just, like, so unacceptable. Like, Millsap covering him, like, no type – like, they had their three stars in the game, and Harden and Embiid were on the bench. Kind of leads into my third takeaway, which is that fuck Doc Rivers. Um he just makes no adjustments. Doc like, Rivers' then, stock is just going down, down, down. And then, like, after the game, he's like, oh, we thought about playing b-ball Paul. And, like, I know, like, it's not like he's the definite answer, but he's just, like, way more athletic. He's had, when I say some success, like, last matchup, I don't even know if it was this year or last year, he had some success in making some things difficult on Giannis, which no one else on the roster can outside of Embiid. Yeah. Um, to, so for them to not even try that in a regular season game like this and the last time they're going to play them, it's just ridiculous. Um, so those are my three big takeaways, the positive for Harden, the negative for non-Embiid minutes, which we've seen for a tale as old as time. And uh, that yeah, I'm I think pretty I, sick of Doc pretty sick of doc um yeah i i think it, uh, those were all good points i think in de- a little bit of in the defense of the sixers and why you know we might see why i i still think they're um underdogs against the bucks but why why it might be a better matchup than what we think right now is you can still see that the sixers are still trying to work out exactly how their offense is going to attack and like and which rotations. and the rotation and what what shots they're they want to get um, because they can get really any shot they want. It's just like they need to get the right shots uh, for the right people. And you can see that, you know, Embiid's definitely the best player. He 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 runs the, the runs the offense. But Harden is just going to have to be able to be very flexible with his movement and um, the types of shots he takes. Um, because because you're going to have to let and beat cook and then Harden is going to have to be that second piece that kind of covers him yeah and like I mean it also you never want to like like it kind of seems like Brooks finding his um his flow a little bit and kind of getting accustomed to his role third quarter he pretty he cooked us hit hit multiple threes 
Um, and he that is a little bit of an issue with closing out for him, like having to draw and beat away from the basket like that. Super beneficial for the Bucks. Um, and obviously defensively, the Bucks have absolutely no answer for Embiid without him. Yeah. Um, and now that he is getting healthy, like, I mean, Embiid had a very good night last night, but like he, Brooke does make things a little bit more difficult than us, but obviously like Giannis or Portis covering him. Um, it seems like it would be Portis anyway, because they like to have Giannis in that Romer spot. And that's a kind of the same thing with like our matchup with Giannis, not only is, it doc's not going to play those guys but it's like we're typically putting like tobias on him because we know that we need Embiid as a roamer and like how much Embiid means to this offense like he needs to be that rim protection we can't he's he would have to use way too much energy to have to cover Giannis on every possession and carry yeah. the workload he does on offense so i mean i like i said i i would be very surprised if we beat it would were able to beat them. I think we need this offseason to retool to get past them. Um not saying that this is gonna happen or I would root for this and I'm being serious when I say that, but like the only way that I see us beating the Bucks would be like some sort of injury on yeah. one of their key players. Yeah. Um not, like the only other way would be like if Maxi just got to even another level, which is just too much to ask on a second year player. Yeah. Yeah. I think I, I mostly agree. Um, all right. So uh, I think we can now jump into our uh, NBA tiers. Um, we did it last time, last episode, we, we did tiers also, but it's been uh, two weeks and, you know, there's a lot of movement in the league because a lot of teams are bunched up. Um, some players came back from injury um, some teams look whole, some teams don't. So um, taking another stab at it. Uh, I think it's a little bit better than uh, than last time. Some of my tiers were a little confusing. Um, I think it's a little bit better this time. Um, so in total, I have six tiers and it's not as jumbled up because the bottom two tiers are 19 teams. So my bottom two tiers are the eliminated tier. Um, and I'll just give you nine out of the 10 and you could probably guess the 10th, um, out of the West, it's the Blazers, the Kings, the Thunder, the Rockets in the East. It's the Knicks, the Wizards, the Pacers, the Pistons, and the Magic. These are teams that are eliminated, have no chance to make the playoffs. I'm guessing the other one's the Lakers. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's even if, even if they were like to fall back into that 10 spot. I don't see them making the playoffs at all. Wait, so you're officially putting them in the eliminated one. Yeah, they're eliminated. They're done. It's wow. It's so eliminating them from the from the I mean, they could still to statistically make that 10th spot and still be in the play in, but there's I don't see them winning two games. There's no way. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. All right. And then after that I have uh this is my might survive the play-in, but no chance to win a round slash borderline play-in team. Uh, so I've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine teams. Um, do you want to want me to give you some of them, or do you want to guess? Um, all right. So I, I'm gonna let me pull up the standings real quick. So, so this is a team that can't win a playoff series, essentially. Yeah, but could survive the play-in. Okay. So I mean, I guess you have to put the Spurs in there. Yeah. 
you have to put the Pelicans in there. Yeah, and real quick, like they might be better than a play-in team, but I don't see them winning around still. Okay. Like they might be a top six seed, but okay. I still don't see them winning around. All right. Um, so you got right, so Pelicans, that's, Spurs. That's Pelicans, Spurs, Hawks, Hornets. Yes. Uh, Cleveland. Yes. All right, good, because when you said they got a chance last time, I was like, get the fuck out of here. Nah, nah. Uh, all right, that's five. Then how many do you have? Nine. Clip. Uh, no, you got Timber. Timberwolves. Yes. You got the you got the other one too. Clippers. Yes. And that's um, that's because I don't like. There's I don't expect Kawhi to come back. If Kawhi comes back, you don't think that. they could beat the. I'm not saying I would pick them, but you don't think there's a scenario that they could beat like the Grizzlies? No, absolutely not. With Paul George, look, no, playing. absolutely not. Kawhi could in come the seven back. game series. No, Kawhi could come back. Well, that's I, it's, I'm it's not been counting. A, it's like it, this it, is the ninth month. Or with the Clippers, the with the Clippers month. and Nuggets, I'm not counting Murray, Michael Porter Jr., and Kawhi. I probably should have said that. Okay. So yeah, whatever Clippers. So how many is that now? You got two more in the East. Two more? Oh, okay. Uh, the Raptors and Bulls. Yep. So I out of those nine teams, I don't see them winning around. You don't see them, yeah. I mean, I think there's a world just because, I don't know. I wouldn't pick them, but I, I don't think there's a – I think there's a world where like, you think the Toronto Clipper- or Toronto, oh. the Bulls, or the Clippers could win a series. Okay. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I'm not saying I would pick them at all, but yeah, I, that's a kind of like why I kind of put like borderline playing team as like the tier. Cause they're a little bit better yeah. than a playing team, but I still don't see them winning around. Right. Um, that's all right. All right. So top four tiers, uh, 11 teams total. Uh, the bottom of those four tiers is th- the second round ceiling tier. And I've got five teams in there. Okay, so these are I'm trying to guess yours in there. Second round ceiling. Second round ceiling, five teams in there. Okay, so you have the Nuggets, you have the Jazz. Yes. You have the Nuggets, you have the Jazz. Uh, you probably have the Heat. Yeah. How many is that, three? Yeah, two more. One one East, one West. Uh, you probably have, I know you, so you probably have the Warriors. Yeah. And your last one, I'll say, is the Celtics. No, Nets. Nets, okay. I, was, I knew it was one of those two, but. Yeah, so, I, I'm again, like, I think I think the Nuggets could, like, beat the Jazz in, like, the first round. I think the Jazz could beat the Nuggets in the first round. Um, so, what I, if this happens? What if the, what if the, the Nets fall in the seven seed and, and they, they play the Celtics? Or the Heat in the first round, and then play the if they win that, then they'd play the other one of those two teams. Celtics or who? So they play the Celtics. Say the Celtics and the Heat get the uh, two and three seed, and the Nets are the seven seed. You don't see you don't see any possibility that they could beat the Heat and the Celtics. Not a, not after having to play in, in a row, play in, and then having in a row. I just right. don't see so them being right, that yeah. consistent. I mean, yeah. another thing with is like Steve Nash. I mean, he's just like bodying these dudes with minutes, like. The one positive is Kyrie, like dude, they play like forty had, minutes a game. 
I know, but the <laughs> one ridiculous. positive is like Kyrie is going to be coming into this like pretty fresh because like he's played like 20, 25. A, a fresh Kyrie isn't that fresh. <laughs> Still gets hurts all the time. I'm just playing devil's advocate, bro. No, no, I get it. I get it. I'm just... um, I, I don't know. People, world, I see a world that they could be in the conference finals, but I, I just I, I can't see it. Not with the teams out east having to play them having you know an easier first round. And they're then, gonna have a brutal. Yeah, it would have to be a, a slugfest like three yeah. rounds to get there. Yeah, and I just don't see them making that. Gotcha. Um, all right, and then the uh, my third tier. Also, I'm just a heads up. I'm officially rooting for the Sixers to get the four seed. So the second so round, they, they can, can stay the fuck away from the Nets. I can't deal with that in the first round. Series. Got it. Got it. Okay. Uh, we'll get, we'll get to that later for our uh, matchups. We want to see. <laughs> um, all right. So uh, I've got one, two, six teams left, three tiers left. Um, the bottom of those is the conference final ceiling tier. Like, I think there's a world where these, this team, these teams could make the conference finals, but I don't see them making the finals because there's a better team in the, okay. in the conference. So Sixers, Celtics, how many teams are in this? Three. Sixers, Celtics, and Mavericks. No. Sixers, Celtics, and Grizzlies. Yep. I don't see them. And I guess we'll just jump into since there's only three teams left. So I my last two tiers, my second to second from the top tier is the contenders tier. And then I've got the favorites tier. Who do you think I got as the favorites? So you have the contenders as two teams? Yeah, and the Buck, uh, the favorites, the Mavericks and the Suns. Yes, as any of the Bucks as the favorites. Yeah, so you know, I could see, I could see the Sixers making it to the conference finals, but I can't see and can't see them beating the bit the Bucks. So that's why. Who do you think matches up best? I know you you can't see anyone, or you you're like went on your Nick right, like they can't not make the finals for the Bucks, but like who do you think? Would have the best person? Would you give the best percentage chance of beating them? Of the Bucks? Yeah. Suns easily. No, I meant in the East. Oh, in the East. Sixers, definitely. Really? Yeah, because they they match up a, a more size wise. Like I, the Celtics, especially with Robert Williams. Yeah, which um, we'll talk about with injuries. Yeah, uh, the Heat. I just they're not talented enough to. I mean. They're just not talented enough. That's to me. That's that's pretty simple. And then the Nets just screwed their whole season up. And I just don't think they're as good as most ben people Simmons think. Is not gonna play like I fucking said. Yeah, like you did. You did say that <laughs> with with no bias at all. <laughs> Point one for me. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think the Bucks are heavy favorites. I think the. I don't think the Mavs can meet beat the Bucks. I think the Suns could beat the Bucks, but I think the Mavs could beat the Suns. So that's why I have them as contenders because I think they could go to the finals. Matt's good because they'll have the best player on the court against the Suns. I think so. The only t- the only team they won't have the best player against the court is the the Bucks and maybe <clears throat> maybe the Sixers if they played them played them in the finals. Yeah. I mean, obviously. I like mean, he yeah, like I I think you could say he could be the best in the series, but like. I don't bro, last two Clippers series, was he not the right, best right, player right, in the series? Yeah, that's fine, but they lost both of them. Yeah, that's, that's so fine. That doesn't always equate to winning. No, you're right, you're right. But their team is better this year. Um, he has a little bit more help around him, and I do think they're, they're not going to have to play the Clippers in the first round. Right, yeah. 
I just don't think I think there's definitely a world where where you could see I'm not saying it's going to happen this year, but I don't think it's out of the picture to think there's a series that Steph Curry could have a series that he's better than Luca. I don't think that's unreasonable to say. Okay. I'll I'll give you that. I I just don't I think you're probably well, coming right off about that, that injury and stuff it might be tough. Yeah, and I also think I think the Mavs might actually like be a better team than I mean defensively they they you know they're if you look at their uh ratings they're pretty similar and then offensively it just comes down to Curry versus Luka. Yeah. Um yeah, I yeah, think I think I think the two the two teams that I'm down on that like or I guess the three teams I'm down on that most people are like high on is the Warriors, the Nets, and the Heat. I think the the Celtics I've I've kind of grown a little bit on me. I think Tatum Tatum has might have entered my uh, top five MVP picks, but um, but yeah, I think I think that's a pretty fair tier list. Yeah, I agree right. with most of it. But yeah, you want to talk a little bit about the the matchups we want to see? Yeah, that works. All right, so I think I think four matchups that um, I think everybody would kind of want to see, and and most people is this in the a, first round or like or just in total? I have I didn't break it up per yeah. round, just kind of um, kind of random. So actually, my top the ones that I think are obvious, three of them include the Sixers. I mean, yeah. <laughs> so Sixers Nets, obvious. I think that's an obvious one. Most most yeah. fans want to see that. Um, except except Sixers fans, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I think uh, the Suns Bucks matchup in the finals. I think that'll be real cool that people want to see, especially because Suns look like they got a little bit better this year. Yeah, um, I think the May, I would argue significantly better. Yeah, and then the Sixers versus Suns, just because Harden versus Paul. Um, I, I kind of want to see. Yeah, that. and you'd see one of them first ones get. The, like, get their get title. title for the first time yeah yeah and then the last one i had was sixers versus bucks just because you have two you know top mvp candidates Giannis and Embiid going after each other yeah i don't know though i think right up there i think you gotta like i know you're just very bucks heavy but like i think you'd you'd have to say bucks versus nets rematch of that last year i mean i know harden's not playing but just like the, that battle that they had and it's the two best yeah. players in the world you know what I mean? Like, it's like, I'm not saying that, like, that's still, like, a healthy debate. But, like, I feel like if Giannis were to just, like, beat the Nets in a playoff series again and just, like, go on to win a title, he'd have, I think it would be pretty much undisputed. He's the best player in the world. Yeah, I, I don't think you're wrong. I just think because of the lopsided seasons they've had, I didn't really, like, consider it. But gotcha. I, I don't think you're wrong. Um, Do you want to add any? Are there any other like obvious ones you think? Um, I mean, like, there's not that many rivalries. It's rivalries. It's mostly just like who you want to yeah, see. Yeah, like obviously, like a, a war. Like it's always like Sixers Celtics is always a rivalry. But like we've also like been getting our ass kicked by them lately. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think it would be like around. Most of them revolve around the East, honestly. Yeah. But like seeing the uh, like a conference semis with like the Bucks and Heat again, like round three, like three straight years in the playoffs, like they each won one, mm-hmm. both went on to go to the finals. Um, so I would say those two would probably be up there. Uh, it's kind of crazy that and funny to hear that 
uh, I forget whose pod I was listening to, but like someone said like the Bucks still kind of have, like, I know it's a different roster now, but like a little bit of bad blood or like want revenge on the Raptors. Just the Raptors. That. Oh, from... from like when they beat them to go to the finals and gotcha. they pissed away the 2-0 lead. Like it is a very different roster, but I guess it's still just like the, the coach or like a couple players, but I thought that was just interesting to hear. I'm I'm not dying to see that at all. Yeah. But. I it's see to me, Giannis doesn't seem like he seems like he's the opposite of like petty, like he would hold on to that, but then like he he likes taking challenges on. Like, I was just like, about to say, where it's kind he, of like even if he's not, I don't think he's petty and reminding that, but it's like, all right, let's get some motivation for the first round series. Exactly. Like, it's like, oh, I know that I'm going to be motivated once we get to the second round and we're playing someone. He likes challenging like top tier player, yeah. so like that could just be something like, oh, let's go sweep the team that we were down up to O on and then lost the series to. Yeah. I, I I don't think people talk enough about like Giannis's like competitive spirit. Like he just he likes being challenged. He likes playing against the best and he doesn't back down. I think after last finals, everyone's kind of realized that though. Yeah, I don't know, bro. That people are fucking putting Jokic above him in MVP. It's ridiculous. Yeah. We'll talk I mean, about that. That MVP is different than best player in the world, though. Yeah, I don't. I don't think people are are realizing that he's he's the best player in the world. I, I think people are still like debating whether it's you know you know. Durant I don't think anyone. Or I don't think anyone or, thinks it other than like outside of maybe Durant. Yeah, I don't think that argument can even be made anymore. But I, I, mean, I don't. I'm sure there's some that, NBA media that that yeah. think that. All right, so the other four that I had, they're kind of uh, more unique ones. Um, so I had the Nets versus the Hawks in the play-in. I wanted to see that because, uh, well, one, I'm a Hawks fan, but and I didn't make this point. Someone made this point. I stole it from them. That uh, it'd be cool to see Trey Young uh, like destroy the hearts of the of the New York two years. I would in a love row. that. So that'd be great. So like last year, obviously with the Knicks, and then this year, like eliminating the Nets after Kyrie got the exception yeah. approved and the, all that it just sucks because i don't think we'll see that because like i would be shocked if the nets lose that first round to the Cavs. and like now well, that, i mean they could uh, also drop they could also drop the hornets could go ahead of them that's so, true i think they're only like half what half a game ahead or something yeah i think the nets have the easiest schedule in the nba though so that doesn't help yeah yeah but they almost lost to the pistons last night yeah um all right, so I thought I thought that was going to be a good one. Another one is uh, Grizzlies versus Warriors. See Jaw versus Curry. I think that yeah, might be like one of the most cool exciting ones. Yeah, yeah. Um, another. I mean, one- if you're the Warriors, though, I know you have that championship pedigree and everything, but like, you gotta want to fucking stay out of that fall to that four seed, and which definitely is a possibility now, bro. I think they're falling. I have to the play the the Suns in the first round or second round. Yeah, yeah. I, Who has I the think- tiebreaker? Do you know? Between Dallas and Golden State, I don't know who is the tiebreaker, but the Warriors play the Suns tonight, and the Mavs play the uh, Cavs with Jared Allen and Mobley out, both yeah. out. So it could they could be tied after today. The third one I had was uh, Heat versus Raptors, just because it's a uh, Lowry's old team, and then just because that might be the yeah. like, the bloodiest uh, series. What do you time. mean third one? I feel like we're on like 10 by now. Oh, well, the third out of my second, like four. Oh, okay. That was my seventh one, I guess. Seventh one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the Heat Raptors just because it's going to be scrappy and uh, with Butler going at 
going at um you know like siakam and stuff i, th- I think they'll be entertaining uh and then lastly i think um just for like for the nba and i think it would kind of like foreshadow what's to come in the next like at least five years is have it seeing the bucks versus the mavs in the finals because i think it's it'll be like Giannis is defending his like his and well his title last year but also as like the best player in the nba and then luca kind of as like a few a few years younger than him also like fighting to be the face of the nba seeing that battle between them as like the two i would say i, I guess out of the I, I don't remember exactly what my top 10 is but out of the top 10 like they they they're probably the most likely to be like the faces of the league in the next five to 10 years yeah um so i think that would be cool and like i i might even because it's like a black versus white thing it might even be like a, a rejuvenation of the magic versus larry type thing yeah so that was that was all that was the matchups I wanted to see. Any any ones you wanted to add? No, I think those are pretty much good ones. Like I said, most of mine revolve around the East. I would say. Um, I mean, I, I do think that it'd be cool to kind of see the Warriors play the Suns at some point in the playoffs, just because it's like kind of like the do the Warriors have another run in them as title contenders versus like who's kind of like the separated themselves these last two years as like the top dog in the west um so i I think i'd like to see that um but yeah i'm I'm not too interested out west to be honest i think the east is going to be a lot a lot too too preoccupied with the sixers yeah i I will take a little bit of blame for that if if the sixers were trash you'd you'd be interested in the west yeah (laughs) but that's never gonna happen again so um, all right, so we can jump into injuries. Um, I guess it's not really – we kind of, like, covered it a little bit, mostly with the um, Clippers because, I mean – but yeah. it's just interesting to think, like, that he is coming up on nine months and, like, Paul George came back, looked great last night. They beat the uh, the Jazz. Jazz like, yeah. I don't know. Out of the Western Conference play-in, they scare me the most if I'm a top-tier seed mm. just because of the fact – that Tyloo is such a good coach. They do have a lot of young talent. I don't know the status of injury, but like, imagine like uh, if you're running out, I don't know if Norman Powell's coming back, but it's just a lot of good athletes and like kind of mismatch. I mean, you have Paul George, you have Norman Powell, you got Rocco who can defend. So it's a lot of good wing defenders. Um, I mean, they definitely have a weak point at center. Um, you know, Reggie Jackson had a great postseason last year. It's just someone that, if I'm a top tier seed, not the Suns, honestly, but like a two seed, um, I would be, they're the friskiest of the, of the plan. I would say. I think I really they don't scare me more than a, a Timberwolves team with how young they are. I think it only matters if Kawhi comes back. Like, yeah, they're, they're more friskier if with PG. They, they last PG. year without Kawhi, they, they, they beat the Jazz. Yeah. Yeah, they did. I mean, You're you right. can't get discredit that. Yeah, they did. I mean, obviously it is the Jazz. Jazz like are we, so pathetic, though. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> but when, especially when it comes to postseason. But, like, still, it's not, like, to even get there is, I don't know. It's something. Yeah. I, uh, I th- I'll concede a little bit. I do think they could 
you know, probably they might be able to beat the Jazz. Um, other than that, I don't think it matters unless Kawhi comes back. But do you do you feel the same way about the Nuggets if like Murray comes back? That they're There's frisky. A, I mean, Jokic is always going to be a playoff nightmare for teams. But like, I, I just really don't see. I don't really see Murray. Murray's not the same type of player as Kawhi. Yeah. Like Murray's offense, like even Kawhi and his less athleticism can like kind of like get to his spot and like rise above or like hit high degree of difficulty. I feel like at this point in his career, Murray uses his athleticism a lot more. And for him to just come back in the playoffs where like, I know they had that conference finals run, but for him to just come back, like literally not play a game in the regular season, come back in the playoffs and just expect him to be like, even at like, 75 or 80 percent i don't see it happening yeah i don't think but i, I, I think, think I that agree. pretty much covers the the western conference news i guess i think it is important to just briefly base on before we wrap up the uh robert williams injury yeah i, I was gonna say to me that's obviously Kawhi is the most consequential one because he's a you know a top 10 player definitely but in terms of like realistic expectations for this year and kind of what we've seen since the all-star break, I think the biggest loss has been for the Celtics that time. Yeah. That position. I mean, that they have the best position. defense in the NBA and like not saying like Marcus Smart obviously is a great on ball defender, but like they're nowhere near the same defensive team yeah. without him rim protection. And like, especially if you get in like, so today Woj came out, it was like four, it could be four to six weeks would essentially put you at the second round. But like, if you even like, let's say you match up with, the Bucks in the second round, like I think they could have been the biggest scare to the Bucks before that pre that injury, just because of their defensive ability and like you still have the potential of Tatum and Brown to absolutely go off. Mm-hmm. Um, but like they need that type of player around Giannis and like I don't know, man. Like even if he comes back in that time frame, like I saw him beat in the playoffs last year. His game is so much built on skill. He did not look the same. Uh, last year playing with that MCL injury. Yeah. And I just find it hard to fathom that like Williams is going to come back in that shortest time frame possible and look like himself. Um, yeah. So, I mean, it would really have to be with the right matchup and he'd have to just like gear up super quick. So like they'd have to avoid the bucks in the second round and he would have to just like have a really, re- and he has a history of knee injuries. So yeah. I really think that, so if for low percentage chance to get out of the east with a, with a healthy uh robert williams do you do you think they're they would be favored against the sixers in a matchup in a series so do you do you think they're like the second best team in the so I, east? it's just so hard for me to comment because i fucking hate them so much yeah. i would be very nervous as a sixers fan with a healthy robert williams how they've been playing yeah um, I, I think they definitely it would definitely be Six there are seven games, but yeah, I, I think I would still pick the Sixers. They're deeper. Um, after that trade and everything and how they've been playing, they're deeper. They don't have as many weaknesses, but we still, I, we'd still have the best player in the series, and we'd have. I don't necessarily. I think Tatum would probably be a better player in the series than Harden, but we'll see. Uh, all right um 
yeah obviously we're coming coming down to the uh to the end we've got this week the and then next week is the last week of the regular season i think next sunday is when it ends um and then we got the play-in tournament so um you know coming down the stretch there's going to be a lot of things uh that'll be more locked in in terms of awards and uh and standings um, so that wraps up this episode. Uh, thanks, Gladdy. Thank you to everyone out there. Please rate and subscribe, and we will see you next time. Peace.